This is Rob Scott, and you're listening to Fundamental Shift. Hello, everybody. We are going to discuss today a topic called Language is a Lie. And as much as I like talking, I wanted to point out that language is uh, comes from a box of understanding and agreement between people, and in that, it limits the truth. I want to talk about the fact that language comes from a certain perspective and, again, limits the truth in that idea. And so while there's nothing wrong with language at all, and it's a fantastic medium and something that I enjoy quite a bit, it is a lie. It is a bit hypocritical, and it is not completely the truth. So let's talk about that today. So often I talk about things like different states of mind and understanding things on different levels, and we're trying to grow our minds. We're trying to open up into new ways of being. And there's a lot of people who have talked about this over the years. There's a book called Cosmic Consciousness, which discusses many of our great uh, religious leaders and great people in general. Um, and it discusses their sort of evolution into this new mind. It's, you know, talking about the Buddha, Jesus, uh, Walt Whitman, Shakespeare, lots of, lots of great people. Ken Wilburn, his book, no Boundary also talks about the fact that historically all these great uh, spiritual leaders and great people in general have all sort of had this opening into a unity consciousness. And so if we can just make the assumption for a second that that unity consciousness exists, that that is something, let's talk about the perspective of language and let's talk about the perspective of where that comes from. Basically, as we feel separate, as we feel like an individual, which we are, we certainly are an individual, but again, my point is is that we're not only an individual. From that individual standpoint, we begin to look at the world and describe it. We start to name things, which really, in a lot of ways, is a fantastic abstraction. It's very functionally sound. Uh, language, obviously, is everywhere, right? It's, it's a huge thing we're all talking about from our perspective. But when we do that, it would be really helpful if we realize that we are only talking from our perspective and that we are not sitting in a state of openness or acceptance or listening. We're actually talking at the world. So uh, four things sort of similar. There's a unity consciousness and there's a self-consciousness. And self-consciousness is where language comes from. We begin to describe things like table and tree and actions like running and you know, punching, and uh, we describe what's going on from our point of view. That point of view is a smaller mind. It's a mind of self. There is a wider view, which is where most beauty comes from. We're not normally singling out events or objects as our mind opens into this wider space. So that's what uh, we want to talk about. The third and fourth things are the listening versus speaking kind of mindsets. So speaking is, again, from a self point of view, and listening can can be from a self point of view, but it also can be from an open sort of unity point of view. Spirit or presence or stillness kind of pours in when we take a listening state of mind, when we aren't, uh, when we are okay with whatever happens, when we are truly listening with our eyes and our ears and our taste buds and our feeling and everything else. So 
listening is a is a wonderful state of being instead of uh, always talking. And when I mean talking, I don't always just mean with your mouth. I mean with your mind as well. Busy mind and just, you know, that endless chatter and judgment and critique of the world that can quiet. So I want to try and move into an idea about the box of agreement. We abstract out what things are in our minds so that we can discuss them, so that we can interrelate with other people that we feel separate from. And in our evolutionary process, that's been a fantastic thing. Without language, how would I relate to other people in my tribe or in my you know area around me? Uh, language has become, whether it's with hand signals or just communication in general, uh, is a fantastic way to take separate things and make them come together in an agreement. So it's a wonderful tool uh, of growth. But it's not the final tool of growth. And please don't misunderstand. I'm not in any way sitting here saying that we should stop talking or that we should stop using that tool. What I'm trying to describe with a very dramatic title, you know, language is a lie, um, which may be more appropriately just language isn't the whole truth. The concern is that we get stuck in a mind of judgment, a mind of labeling. And to open up into new ways of being, we need to drop that labeling mind. And so language is amazingly useful. Uh, I I love language. But we want to know that there's another state of being as well. And I know I'm repeating myself now. The box of agreement between two people puts us in a thought realm. It puts us in a state of being where we are judging and in agreement with other people about what things are. So it takes us away from the essence of the moment. It puts us into a time and distance-based mind. It has relevance and relativity in it and all that. And it also has perspective, which is if you are sitting at the dinner table, there is one moment in theory, and there are different perspectives of that moment. You're sitting on one side of the table looking at whoever you're eating with, They're sitting at the other side of the table looking at you. And you later both call that the same moment. And yet, you know, behind one of you is a bunch of pictures on the wall. Behind the other is a view of the street. Um, You know, one is seeing a couple arguing. One is seeing a couple who are newly in love. There's very different experiences going on from the point of perspective. And so language helps us share that. One sort of smaller idea in this talk is that we might remember that as as one event. We leave, and then we don't give respect to our perspective of that moment when we talk about it later. We argue about, you don't remember? We had such a crappy time at that dinner. But the person looking at the lovers might have had a really nice time, might have been reminded how much they care about the other person and all that, whereas the person who saw maybe people fighting or something else on the other side of the room uh, focused on that and had less of a good time. So... Respecting perspective is really important when it comes to language. Uh, And that's just sort of a smaller secondary point. But a bigger point is that if you give some space during that dinner to just listen to the situation and what's going on, your mind can open into, uh, into stillness. And we can stop the inner chatter. I don't know if you've ever noticed, but many people almost constantly can't sit with other people without talking. Certainly in our culture, I know that's fairly true. We have to fill the space with what's going on for us. We're so uncomfortable with silence that we need to fill the space. And silence is rich. 
I was just walking on the street and, you know, some spring sort of leaves are blowing off of trees and the three-dimensional space that I'm walking through is so beautiful. It's so beautiful. And as soon as I start to talk about it or describe it and say, do you see how beautiful this is? I've left the beauty of it. Now we can grow into a place where we can discuss and hold that stillness and that's sort of keeping one foot in presence and one foot in, uh, you know, using our mind. Um, but in the beginning, it's important that we start to try and put down language, not just using it in the talking sense, but using it in our minds, in the labeling and judging kind of mindset. Uh, that can be really helpful. So I guess there's some good points in there so far, but what really, what really is the point? And I don't want to take anything away from asking for stillness or pointing out that we have such a hard time stopping labeling and all that. But one of the big concepts here, not, not action items for anyone to do, but one of the biggest concepts is to realize, to go back to the idea of everything. The idea of everything that's going on, the whole unity of being, right? Maybe God, maybe whatever we want to call it. There is no way that from a perspective and from language that we can capture all that. I can point at it, I can try and call it all, I can try and do all these things, but in language we are absolutely limiting. We are creatures of deletion. Uh, I've heard people call it that. There's so much going on all the time that we have to delete, you know, car sounds in the background and all this stuff and focus in on what we find important. And in that we're closing down reality into usable ideas or chunks or you know a thought realm that we can deal in and again that's very useful on many levels but if we're only able to do that then we're cheating ourselves so we absolutely need to learn how to open up into a different state of mind which is not a talking mind it's a listening mind and we need to realize that language is a tool like thought is a tool it's the external uh, descriptor of our thoughts and we need to get out of the thinking mind or learn how to get out of the thinking mind and use thinking as a tool instead of as our core way of being so language is a lie mm, it may not be really really just a lie but it's not the entire truth that's my talk for today I really appreciate everybody listening in uh, thanks so much please check out my website backtobreath.com uh, Give me an email, leave some comments, check out my Frapper map. Have a great day. Be kind to yourself and everybody else. Bye-bye.